<laughs> skinny to right. as skinny. I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so talking right. about no corn, no tash. Tash is in bed. Corn is probably in bed because I think it's about... Probably four, in bed as well. Yeah, that would make sense. It's about... Uh, no, what time do we normally chat? It is. It is right now for him. It would be like 6.30 in the morning. Right, okay, yeah. So I think yeah. we normally chat about now anyway, right? We do, yeah. Yeah, so he, he'll like, be up. An impromptu one-to-one. <laughs> We're about to get <laughs> nice and intense. Um, <laughs> so me and you are on the different end of the spectrum to Tash and Corn in regards to body type. And yeah. So we're the ectomorphs kind of ectomezo, mm. I reckon. That's what I reckon. Yeah. We started out real skinny and it has got real, real hard for the gains to uh, come flowing, I suppose. <laughs> um, people yeah. think it's a blessing that we can't gain weight. I say it's a curse. <laughs> it's an absolute curse. <laughs> like, yeah, man. When you got to try and consume yeah. four thousand calories to try and like gain any kind of weight, it's gain a pound. Yeah, yeah. You watch all the Brian Shaw videos of the strong men eating like that, like eight thousand calories. Going, cool. I wouldn't like to do that. It's like that's pretty much what we've got to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, man. Um, obviously, you started out a little bit. I wouldn't say worse. I think that's the wrong term, but obviously on a on a much yeah. further down the line than I did. Um, so it's going to be quite cool seeing the different views. I've always been yeah. skinny ever since growing up. I was just a beanpole. Gotcha. I, you know, yeah. were you kind of the same in that sense? Joe, man, when I was, so when I was like, I'd say like 12 to maybe 13 or 14, I was pretty chubby actually. And, um, but by the time, obviously I got to 21, 20, well, yeah, actually it was about, yeah, 2021. 20, um, Age, not the year. I, yeah. Age, not the year. Exactly. Um, yeah, I was out of recovery and obviously I, I started wanting to get into strength training. Basically, it was a very different way of, obviously, it's a big thing for me, like looking at myself in that way, you know, and really trying to move away from the kind of past that I had. Um, and I remember it really well, man. I think the first gym I stepped into, it was this like classic commercial gym. Um, it was like near to where I was working at the time uh, in Crawley. Classic, like, uh, yeah, everything was obviously um, had the freeway section, treadmills, uh, resistance machines and stuff like that. I remember they and they gave me a personal trainer to start for like a for like a week. They gave me like kind of the intro personal trainer guy. And I look back, he was a very cool dude. And he uh, he he clearly outlined to me how to in his view how to get big and this would have been 2000 this was 2012 i think maybe 2011 something like that and it was very much bro split so it was like this is how you get big arms this is how you get big shoulders this is how you get like a uh, big chest classic. it was all that stuff <laughs> classic absolute pure classic classic um bro split monday to friday uh get your protein shakes in you know, eat six meals a day and all that and uh, just just wait to get big and muscly. And uh, it, you know what, it, to an extent, I look back, I was like, eh, it kind of works, actually. <laughs> <be> yeah. <laughs> it was like, I, I definitely wasn't as skinny as I was, at least. Um, 
but yeah dude i think that like i the the, the funny thing was the, the more i got into strength training the more i started getting into i guess what we'd call kind of a much more classic view of weightlifting and and, and, sh- and strength lifting in itself so looking a lot more into um a, like olympic lifting for sure um getting much more interested in that kind of style of things and then i kind of heard about crossfit i, I kind of like wherever it was i started hearing people talking about crossfit and when i was i was back in i did my master's degree around that time uh, like a couple of years later and i knew that there was a crossfit gym in canterbury so i was i was at university of kent i, I went to that gym and it was awesome. I was like immediately just, this is, this is it for me. But um, the big thing that I found with CrossFit is I still saw the imbalance between the, the main kind of the real heavy lifting, the heavy compound lifting, being big, being like rugby strong. <laughs> you know, yeah, you kind of yeah, see yeah. the difference between like, guys who were brought up into like classic strength and conditioning in, you know, rugby that those kind of, I guess, I guess here, like in, in the U S it's a lot more like American football, that kind of way of, of, of training, uh, responding to that, like so easily, you know? So it was always that kind of like, always that challenge of like, I know I need to get bigger and stronger in order to excel more at, this like sport like in the sport of crossfit or in weightlifting or indeed in powerlifting um but then kind of having the anxiety of like if i start getting bigger am i going to start losing other things as well that that was okay. always kind of in the back of my mind as well but yeah but i don't know what your kind of thoughts are on that like you know what you're kind of like <laughs> bless you thank you i was trying to move the mic away then um yeah i think when did i I generally think I, I did a lot of sport growing up. So it was a lot more yeah, well, fo- football. I did play a bit of rugby, but I was too scared. I generally too scared to play a lot because right. I went, as an Alshud, went down to some of the junior trials and they were just like, let's be honest, like it was the fat kids, you know, the fat kids or the bigger kids always played. And, yeah. yeah. Like, and I was like, <laughs> I'm just bone. Uh, I'm yeah, gonna get. Yeah. Dis- I'm just going to get folded in half and injured. You know, I was very quick. Yeah. That, that was my jam. I was just, I was a sprinter. One of the fastest at some point when I was like 15 in Kent. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to be great. Like winger. And I like, actually, if I get tonged, that's it. I'm dead. Like game over injuries, broken <laughs> legs. I don't care. Like real anxiety about it. Um, yeah. I think gotcha. the only time I really started trying to look at gaining any kind of weight, I think it was when I was about, yeah, uh, 19. So I think I started living on my own. Um, and there was a gym around the corner and then I wanted to pick up PT in again. So that's when I first started doing the course, um, started sort of going in and around gyms, coaching people, and then had to leave the gym that I was at, um, coaching, and then started working a full-time job. Uh, and then I was only doing it in the evening and I really found a love for, yeah, it was literally deadlifting first. Um, oh, I see. Yeah. And then sort of squatting and then started good. front squatting. Uh, I was doing chest days because my chest just never grew. But then my lats, like all my weight goes to my lats and my calves. So it's literally anyone that's there. I'm, not, I'm, like, I'm like a pyramid or like a an hourglass yeah, in that like sense. Like a huge Doritos. Like, 
yeah that's literally yeah that's 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 yeah when i'm in prime that's that's literally what i look like yeah um yeah started doing like strict 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 pull-ups and stuff and then yeah chest day was always good fun i worked out i worked out really quickly on how i could actually grow my chest for myself and it didn't work out for other people um right and then yeah i I fell in love across it in 2013 and i liked the idea of it one thing i was always curious about and i still am to the day that i've i've trained quite hard in it but i've never i'd say i've never done a good i've never done a good cycle if it were and i don't mean steroids or anything i mean a good cycle. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. like I, I don't think i've stuck to a pure training program for i'm going to say for I'd a say. good four to six months right you've it's always, always been between yeah work um different so like i couldn't go to classes for six months straight because i was working in retail so it was like i'd go to a morning with you at like 7 a.m and it'd be chris and all that like harry when harry was around yeah yeah yeah. and we'd do our own thing and then in the evening i'll do the class like and i i had to i had to learn everything myself i remember my first major clean session was with owen and mads actually um and i hurt my back um because i did oh damn my first clean, yeah. like people are going to hate it. My first clean I got up to, I think it was like 80 anyway. I think it was like 78 or 80 kilos, like squat clean. Um, and I managed to stand it up. It was at the end of it, to be honest, I think it was part of the programming uh, at the gym. And it was an EMOM kind of vibe of building up. Um, right, I see. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was always worried that the high intensity work would then start to, my metabolism was high anyway. And I knew that, that I just yeah. wouldn't gain anything. Interesting. Yeah, so when I yeah. first started doing it, I was bulking. And I mean, like, and this is what I'm going to say about yeah. bulking on a cheap because I was working for 400 pounds, a, uh, 400 pound a month as an apprentice while working night shift DJing and like bar work at the same time. So wow, I was just consuming yeah. pasta, pasta like no tomorrow because it was dirt cheap. <laughs> um, like tuners for lunch and stuff like that. Like just tuna right. tins because they're not cheap, cheap, but they're like, you know, for a per tin, I can have one a day and it kind of spanned out quite nicely. Um, yeah. And then I, to be fair, I was consuming a fair amount of alcohol. So it kind of helped a little bit there. Um, right. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but naturally I've always been lean. So the abs were kind of there anyway. As soon as I started doing more strength work, funnily enough, people won't, won't, uh, won't hear that often. My abs started showing a lot more than just doing sit-ups and crunches. Uh, um, interesting. Cool. Yeah, something I've always found, I know it now, if I start doing a lot more strength work and back squatting and front squatting um, and Olympic lifting, my core just expands like no tomorrow. Dude, uh, yeah, it's, like man. Tur- it's like a turtle shell. Um, it just literally <laughs> expands out. And I just know it. Like it just starts to stick out. Not stick out like strongman stick out, but like it's yeah, it's noticeable. It, it's there. Yeah. Um, yeah, just started figuring out the strength stuff I was more excited about. And I got... I, 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 I've never done a proper bodybuilding session, so I wouldn't know about sort of getting bigger in that sense. But the only hypertrophy stuff I was really doing was probably chest. Uh, right, gotcha, buddy. Potentially back. I was doing a lot of rows and stuff with my deadlifts, but um, yeah, it was it was when I first started the CrossFit stuff. It was the metabolism I was worried about and about losing gains in that sense, because that's yeah, what I do. back getting... then it was crossfit loses your gains like it was the terminology you know don't do crossfit you lose all your fucking muscle yeah it's um, true man. yeah like if you run you're gonna yeah, lose yeah you get into a, a metabolic things. metabolic state and you yeah all this and you actually start eating away at muscle when you start running more yeah than man 
all the shit. It, dude, it is it is funny that actually I, I do remember that. I remember that very vividly of like people saying like if you if you if you want to get stronger and, and build muscle, you need to like stop running. And I think it's kind of funny now. Like I think that I, I don't know if you'll kind of feel the same way, but like I can actually see a lot of value in in running in terms of like oh, yeah. building building muscle, just improving your recovery. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. Like uh, not enough people do zone one or zone two work. I don't do enough zone one or zone two work. Yeah, I I just do more. (laughs) I think I think if you think about it, the lower the heart rate and the higher the the lower the heart rate and the stronger the heart is pumping blood through. Obviously, the healthier your aerobic system is and your respiratory system is, you're going to be producing better cells. Like it's just it helps promote recovery, which means technically you can train more. Which is yeah, the only thing, the only reason apart from obviously there is like a marathon row here and there the only reason crossfitters do a lot more of it than anyone thinks they do because it's more for recovery that's really interesting yeah i think i, it's, I, ne- I never really thought crossfit in that kind of sense of, obviously they need to recover better yeah, than anyone else yeah you know um for training to training days if you like people could say like um like ironman athletes and stuff but they they kind of sit in a state of cardio to fat ratio that they are in that long state anyway it yeah. like it's generally but like elite crossfitters need to be able to recover better for the next day and after two years of doing pure pure crossfit work and they've never done any aerobic work if you put them through the aerobic sessions first and do an off season of aerobic work going into their crossfit season results going to be ridiculous straight away absolutely right. Um, but yeah, for me, I was always worried about doing that rowing intervals and stuff like this until I thought yeah. about it's better for recovery. It's going to make me train harder. It's going to make me train better. As yeah. I was eating well enough well, well for it, yeah. I'm going to still gain the muscle. I'm actually going to probably gain more muscle and more strength. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Though. Definitely. I think I did. I, generally speaking, um, there's a picture of me uh, smiling, doing a pose in uh, Cyprus um and it's right. i think probably the one of the best shapes i've been in and actually this year was one last year sorry was one of the best body shapes i've been in but it's just because i oh. knew about food also <laughs> yeah that's a very good point yeah i'm really talked about food and age yes i, yes, I think generally I like people say i will hit you when you hit your 30s and stuff like that and it's it's not totally hit me it really hasn't but i i found we also don't like people weighing themselves a lot and getting through it, but I know what body weight works well for me for performance wise and what body weight works for me, like looks wise. Right. And supplement. Yeah. If I'm on creatine a lot, I look jacked, obviously. <laughs> um, and if I'm eating fully carved up, I get really like my glycogen stores just store up and I just get pumped. Right. Yeah. Where if I'm not, I know that I don't look that and I, I feel sure. depleted. I feel horrible and, yeah yeah i don't know about you with that i don't know if you've experienced anything like that with sort of learning what's good and what's uh yeah man without a doubt i'd I'd say for me biggest lesson i've learned especially over the last couple of years i'd say when i was started training with you especially with like regarding powerlifting and just getting stronger in terms of like very like main lifts um protein intake for me was absolutely critical if i if i was lazy with planning prepping eating protein throughout the day um i'd really 
I'd I'd see it in the long term. Like, and when I say, I mean, like a long term, if I, if I were to just kind of be lazy for two or three, four weeks, I'd see it, but I'd feel it as well. I'd feel it in the way that I'd perform, how I'd feel, you know, um, just wouldn't, wouldn't feel as like, uh, as, as physically strong uh, without, without like a concern. And when I say like a, 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 a enough protein for me, for me, I, I aim for about six to eight um, like palm sized portions. And just very, very simple, uh, like any chicken, turkey, fish, um, and some plant-based sauces. And that's it. Whole yeah. milk was one for me. I was whole always milk. I was always oh, adamant yeah. for two shakes a day of whole milk and just a decent protein source, um, like a protein shake. Because coaching a lot or traveling a lot or being in an office when I wasn't in office, it was the easiest way to consume calories. Um, that, yes. Yeah, like, that's true. So for me, it was like, I get bored of eating. Like, so I, we had pasta tonight actually, but like there's certain foods that I've only just started re-eating again because the, the really? volume of pasta I used to eat was just outrageous. Um, <laughs> where it's like, I still don't like lasagnas and stuff because I was literally force fed it as a kid. It was one of the mum's meals that she could just- Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Twice a week. And I just, I'm bored of it. I don't like it anymore. Yeah. Shepherd's pie, stuff like that, you know. So pasta was something that I'm only can just start consuming again. And I can't consume as much right. as I used to. Because and then Tash was just like, Well, what you know, I can eat a lot more pasta than you do. I was like, Well, you can, but the amount of pasta I've consumed, I used to get the big kilo bags. I think they're like what five, no, four or five kilo bags, like the massive fuck off bags that you can oh, you're yeah. on the bottom of the shelf. They're like dirt cheap because it's just like 12 packets of the other stuff it might be a two or three kilo bag i used to go for that in like maybe a week and a half two weeks wow yeah i used to get through one and a half maybe two of them a month um because that's what i was eating for break like not breakfast but lunch and dinner really you know um but yeah i think protein protein yeah protein definitely is definitely up there um if i didn't have my protein in the morning which i've literally had the same breakfast now for four years you know three eggs three bacon i would cut some of the bit if i you know i started practicing stuff like uh just having the yolk or just having whites um not just yolk just whites um you know not getting not having all the bacon having just medallions or something like that like you know changing things up here and there um as soon as i know that i haven't had everything there then i know that i'm not fuller um and it's it's my biggest protein meal of the day really um straight away in the mornings which is normally weird people are having full carb meals in the mornings but nice yeah so so you say you say for you then like prioritizing very simple carbohydrates like not not kind of doing anything too crazy just getting the most simple low budget most effective you know, that's what it was kind of that awesome that's literally right. what it was yeah, uh, stash, i stashed yeah. it simply with peppers and like spinach because spinach was cheap peppers i love right. peppers um and then yeah just finding a, a protein source and it was 90 percent time chicken um if there was anything on yellow stickers it would be yellow stickers mints just and I, a cheap mints as well it's full of fat so it's perfect um, true but yeah literally that's what it was and then yeah i would have the rices um you know the old chicken sure. and rice but i wouldn't have chicken and rice like bodybuilders have chicken and rice i'd have chicken and rice like strongman have chicken and rice <laughs> okay. um, yeah, man. and then i started really getting into the that's energy it. side of things you know 
right is my training program that difficult that i'm just not seeing like it takes the first couple of weeks to really benefit from it and it's going to suck for the first couple of weeks or is my nutrition timing off and stuff like that and i started getting really into deep into it which i don't think i should have done sure. well i don't think you right. need to. i i would follow that as well i'd, I'd agree with that so yeah Definitely. um but what do you think drastically changed for you where, where when you were doing this strength stuff you're seeing the rugby lads going nuts how like what was you kind of focus it were you looking into it because you're also you're really into nutritional now like were you into it yeah. kind of then were you learning more of it then like what was your game changer for me it was the big pastors and you know looking back copious amounts of alcohol um <laughs> yeah man you, well, what... I tell, dude i i tell you what man so i so i've i've been in florida now three and a half years crazy when i yeah no, dude it, it, it's pretty wild yeah <laughs> when so living in the uk i went from maybe i th- i think when i started crossfit i was on a, i was at about so i was really I, I mean i when i started i was still very very light so i probably about 64 kilos so very very just a bean pole as well i was very very skinny yeah i remember i remember you at uh, we jump you're wearing now nwk you were <laughs> yeah it's just significantly less yeah i reckon you were yeah. the 60 kilo lifter weren't you i think if i remember you yeah went I, I was like about 69 mm. and that that was kind of the battle and then I, I got up to about 75 kilos which i thought was like big at the time and um and in the th- three years i mean from training with you obviously train like training powerlifting um I, the heaviest i got up to was about 83 yeah um, I, remember, I remember and that was yeah and that and that was when you know i mean lifting wise was absolutely awesome absolutely amazing um i would say for me there's probably a few things i say first thing environment i think being in an environment with people who are incredibly strong phenomenally strong lifting incredible weight that maybe don't stress about their diet that much as well Uh, like you know as you kind of see them like eat anything and everything you know like 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 pizzas pastas um donuts bagels all this kind of stuff that i think that hypothetically we'd say is i don't want to say bad for you but obviously it's not a particularly healthy option for you i think being in that kind of environment where you can give yourself a little bit of leniency and say i can start up in the calories um if i you know if i'm training a certain like a certain way to a certain intensity the old-fashioned um, mass moves mass is the uh the term that comes much, into those gyms yeah, pretty much um and then i think from there mate for me it was a lot of me learning i think that i kind of like look back on that and said oh, okay i was kind of um i kind of had this perception of well i'm lifting i'm lifting heavy i'm working out um so i can kind of eat what i want it's all calories you know then being in perspective of actually i have an opportunity now to start dialing this in a little bit more start eating a little bit more healthy um start getting in better quality nutrition more consistently um and then making sure i have a consistent amount for me over the past year i've just tracked hand portions i don't track calories or anything i don't track necessarily macros i just track protein veg carbs and fats um and i aim for a very 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 consistent 
number every single day basically and just say like that's that's what i know i'm best at and i train well at that and i feel pretty good at that um if i want to start pushing the weight a little bit more i've just got to start trying to up that a little bit and that was a, a for me it was as simple as it got I, I tried with a lot of failure to like track calories every day try and track the amount of protein i was getting by grams and i just found it too tedious it is boring. I've done a lot of it. I actually tried. So when I done my level one, I did the block system, and it was confusing. Oh, yeah. um, Sorry, I, I'm I'm a bit ignorant about this. So, like, do you mind explaining what the? What it's the kind of so CrossFit created their own nutrition kind of thing, um, and it was done by the right. block tier. Uh, and if you get the level one handbook, it says everything inside it. You can download the level one handbook on their website, and um, and they've got like me and Tash actually tried it for a very long time. And I actually done a diet plan for someone for it to try and sort of see if my knowledge, if I was just going crazy or if I could actually put knowledge onto someone else. And I think that's the, like, I've always had the issue with level ones that to be honest, after a level one, anyone can coach anyone under CrossFit, even if they've got no background before. Like, I, I, but you know, I, I kind of did that with the nutrition side of things because I wanted to try and teach, like I'm better at trying to teach someone something and learning from it rather than just soaking in information until I feel comfortable with it. In a sense, I prefer learning on the fly. Right. So I gave someone yeah. it and it, it kind of worked. It kind of didn't. Um, but it's like three blocks for this. So if you watch any of the paleo Nick uh, food stuff, he makes incredible food, but he calls it, this right. is a five block meal. And it's two blocks of protein, two blocks of carbs, one block fat. Gotcha, mate. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it breaks it down. But some of the measurements in that, like peanut butter, let's say, we know is protein and fat. It will just be protein. Um, they don't count it as fat. Okay. Yeah. Um, it works, obviously. It's like, like you yeah. know, to the proportions, they have strict proportions on what a block is. So it right. could be like... Yeah two and a half walnuts is you know one block fat you know something like that um yeah so they they do have proportions and measurements to it but then when you counted its calories i feel like i was eating i wasn't eating enough it was really weird but then yeah. i was eating enough apparently to them um yeah. there, there's a lot of math to be done there and at the time that me and tash were trying it yeah. uh, we just we just moved in together um and we she just started crossfit and she actually lost a fair bit of weight on it um but right gotcha. at the same time as she said in the first episode all she done was kind of running got real skinny um and then not really done much yeah. after that you know she was just in a yeah yeah, yeah. As in a long-term relationship before, and you know what the lot ha happens in long-term relationships. Apparently, people just get fat. You know, um, yeah. not in our world, but you know that's what happens. So she lost quite a bit of weight, and also she was—it was the first time she started training anything like that. She, yeah, did, she wasn't running when, when she first met me. She wasn't doing any training. She wasn't met me. She didn't do any running. I think she was off running for quite a while. Um, so as soon as you start doing something that's brand new to your body, you're going to start seeing changes drastically. Um. So she saw drastic changely on that, but you know, I've, I've counted calories quite a lot. I've, I've told people to count calories and kind of help them out with some advice that way. Um, because you know, it's easy to see what your TDE is, um, and your, you know, your yeah. level and trying to just like, look, do this and let's cut 200 calories off and six weeks later, see how it goes. Like it's real nice and simple. Yeah. Um, I think counting calories is fine, like especially with stuff like my fitness pal. Just scanning a fucking barcode nowadays is so so simple. Yeah. Um, 
And I think that's what helped me a lot more. But then I, again, I think the issue with it is I'm obsessive. I want to learn more about it. So I started obsessing <laughs> with it. And I was like, well, if I have yeah. this here and here and here, does it help my performance? And, you know, it, I had this at two o'clock. Doesn't mean if I train at three o'clock. So today I had a brilliant bike session. Now I train one or twice a week. That's it at the moment on the bike. I had yeah. three minutes at 80% FTP and one minute at 105% FTP, one minute at like bare rest, like easy rest. And it went from 90 RPM for both sets, the three minutes and the one minute, one minute rest to 60 RPM. So high gear, low drag or high, yeah, high gears, slow pedal, slow cadence. Um, and I felt literally towards the end of the sets, like it comes up on Zwift going, oh, this is going to get really tough. Now I'm like, my heart rate's sitting at 140. I'm loving life. Like <laughs> I, I had Zoom on, I was chatting, I was moving the camera around, showing people stuff. Like it was easy. And then I thought it come down. I was like, Sunday, I was blown out my ass. Yeah. So like, what the hell has happened? Yeah. I was like, I had uh, one of these rain drinks because I had one laying around like an hour before. I was oh, like, yeah. was it that? It was like a little pre-workout. I literally had a chocolate bar, like a little mini penguin kind of thing. I was like, was it nice. that that got me through? Like I had a meal. <laughs> I ate then and I ate then. All I had was that my normal breakfast. I didn't have any porridge or something that I've been having. Like how, like, and this is where I started analyzing training sessions. And why was that training session so good? What is, yeah. Because why wouldn't you, you know, that's why I have it on my clients, like feedback forms. Like, how was your training session today? And if someone yeah. goes good, it's like, why was it good? It's like, I don't know. It just was good. It's like, well, think about it. Because I have, <laughs> I had four hours sleep last night. Right. No, I had a yeah. nap during the day for two hours, but I had a four hour kip last night disruptive sleep because i kept waking up for a pt cancelled go back to sleep wake up for pt cancelled go back to sleep wake up chill do nothing all day very right. productive morning so how was my session great and i get really like that because then i can find out yeah. for other people obviously yeah um interesting and that's I, I it comes down to nutrition for me like in that sense like nutritional yeah. timing and that's where i start getting obsessive with nutritional timing jack from box nutrition will be that person who i was constantly on the phone to going oh what do i need blah 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 this and this and this and this and it's just don't worry yeah. about it mate your metabolism is through the fucking roof eat normally <laughs> and at night or whatever you feel like you need yeah. snacks get some high sugary content in you because you've just finished training your metabolism's through the roof don't feel bad about it just have something um, yeah and flapjack used to be my best friend after training oh cool man actually i can i can i can see that i was kind of the same way so serene is it they still have oh, still got the serene. oh don't they, talk they, to they, me they, about malt life so they have that here oh so man i mean they have, a, they have an absolute crap ton of food here to be fair so i have like anything <laughs> in my disposal so yeah you're, yeah, dude, you're ben serene. and jerry's ben and jerry's fridge and your oreo cupboards could just be ridiculous <laughs> like, yeah man yeah, they. But I think, I tell you what, mate. I think, like looking looking into that as well. Do you think that, especially when it comes to gaining weight, that I think starting off, it's a case of not overthinking it. Hundred percent. I, yeah. I I wasn't overthinking it. I was just trying to consume as many just calories as possible. Eat more. Yeah. But thinking back, it wasn't all bad food. Right. I was in an office, snacks on a Friday. We had fat Fridays. Every quarter, every once a month, if we made goal, anything like that in the office, we had full fat Fridays. That's what literally we called it. Lunchtime was fish and chips. It was a Domino's. It could be anything. But that was once a month. 
um, you know, when I finished working as, um, at the club or uh, a bar, like there was a subway on the way home and I knew I wasn't going to eat for ages. So that's what I did. Sundays I'd wake up slightly earlier because I needed to get back in for Monday mornings, like get into the routine. I'd walk into town, randomly get a meal deal, go see a friend of mine who was a chef who was prepping for the thing, eat something with him and then go home and eat again. Like there were certain things that right very habity very very yeah, habity yeah. and stuff like it that it became kind of just a just a habit yeah just yeah like literally um, yeah very very quickly i dive into habits and i i, I constantly yeah. think about this like remember like if you change a new job now and you went to a new gym within seven days you've driven there and back potentially like 14 times that's a habit straight away wow even if there's good. two ways of going you just go one way because your head always goes that way yeah 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 yeah. Like it, it's, it's like, so people who potentially to this, like could be single or could be with someone or was with someone. If you were with someone and you've just gone to, you've just got your new house and you've got a double bed, what side of the bed would you sleep on? <laughs> probably, you probably enter the bed the same way as you normally would on the left-hand side or the right-hand side. You may sleep yeah. across the whole thing, but you're going to enter that one side because it's just something you've built on all the time. Yeah, I right. think for many, many years, this breakfast, it's just been the same. I constantly buy bacon, constantly buy eggs. You know, it's constantly the same thing. I either have a bagel or bread with it. It's, it's just constantly been the same. Um, really? I th- yeah, man. I, I, to- I totally agree with that. I think that there's definitely a, an element of nutrition in general i think that like the, and the way that we eat like whether you wanted to lose weight or or gain weight or whatever it is or you want to gain strength build muscle lose fat that there are always like habitual things that we do and you no won't realize effort, yeah no matter what conscious effort you're going to make it's it's habits that are most critical and it will become a habit it'll become like just think things that you do on a day-to-day basis yeah i think like i think like as you said like breakfast is a very good example of that I'm very much the same way. Just have the same thing that works and yeah, have it every day without fail. Yeah. You can't, it's the old term is that if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But then yeah. you don't know if it's broke yet. You need to wait for a while. You know, you need to wait for something to happen. And I think analyzing, analyzing training, or I think one big thing that we don't analyze as well enough is sleep and stress. Um, yes. You know, if you eat too much sugary food or drink a lot of alcohol, like, I've been, I've now detoxed for five weeks. I've not had a drop of alcohol in five weeks. Um, Tash had a bottle of, like she brought a bottle of wine the other day. I think it was a nice treat. And I was like, I'm sorry, but I'm not drinking. And she's like, well, you can't, I was like, I'm not drinking. The start yeah. of the year was, um, I, I used whiskey just to get rid of my head. And I knew the sleep right. that I had. Well, actually, no, the sleep was incredible. Apparently, to work. no idea why. A glass of whiskey for me just sends my recovery into overdrive. <laughs> so <laughs> weird, so weird. Um, but I just wanted craving absolute shit food, um, right. and that kind of it kind of just cat like cannonballs into that kind of effect for me. Um, yeah. So then I've just stopped drinking. And at the moment, like, you know, we eat the same kind of food every week. You know, we always have a pasta. We haven't had fish for a while. We've gone off that. Um, we had a salmon and a white fish each week. And we've just gone off it. We just got bored of it. Uh, we've started making now, like, um, so Tash is a uh, veggie. Well, she's a pescatarian in a sense. Obviously, she has fish. So we have gotcha. a, a curry yeah. now once a week with a lot of lentils and beans and sort of pulses and stuff. 
um you know it's crazy also i think that's i don't know how much your food has changed since obviously being in the states is going to be a lot different to sort of being over Mm -hmm. here but for me being with tash i've really opened up to the other side of eating so veggies and stuff like this like yeah i don't like I, i call it like prison food so like i literally brought up on like i said lasagnas pasta bakes i always like pasta bakes um shepherd's pies cottage pie like stuff like that i just i i don't like it like it's just something that i don't like anymore so for tash to make something similar like it's been a while to then try and eat and then corn and all this veggie stuff like now i'm all right just cook me a steak you know what i mean like (laughs) but now i don't care like as long as i have a really good high high meal it's i think the knowledge that i'm consuming good calories good food and yeah, if I need to eat more, I will go to the whole milk or I will go to the snacks that I know I can have. Um, yeah, I need to. I'll dial training in a little bit differently to what I need to do. Like, and you don't need to be a coach for 10 years or however long you've coached and you're know, a nutrition coach for. It's it just simple Absolutely. things that you, you need to kind of think. It is, right now, you could be just switching going, oh, wow, actually. I ha- every Friday I have the same meal. I don't realize it, but every every yeah. week I reckon every week everyone in the world will have the same one, like one or two meals a week. Every week. Great man. Absolutely. Every I think, week. You know, I, th- I think I I actually saw like a statistic regarding that a, a while ago. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was the percentage of people who have like a certain meal like i think it was like on a particular day without foul and it was something along the lines of like um you know it's like i think it was something like 80 to 85 percent of people have like say a sandwich every single day for lunch like with without fail and it's yeah and it was kind of like breaking down and yeah man i i, I completely agree i think i think again i think people you always naturally want to go to what you feel most comfortable with and you feel most with you know and that that a lot of the time that's why especially changing your nutrition is so hard because a lot of it can be very conscious Mm. having to be very hyper like self-aware of 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 what you're doing um and it takes time takes time to make those kind of changes i think i I think going going back again to like the idea of like gaining weight and gaining strength i think that i kind of like i went like head first into it especially when i got into weightlifting and this concept again, like going back into this concept of like train hard every day, lift weights every day, or you know as much as you can. Never do running. And when it came to like eating and nutrition, I kind of went all in at the start and was like, right, I need to get like X amount of protein in. I need to like do this, make sure I've got protein shake in every single day. All this, all this kind of stuff. I think. If I looking back, I'd say if I'd have given myself a good year, two or three years, which I, I think eventually, actually, ironically, I kind of did because <laughs> it has kind of been like about that kind of time anyway. Um, I think I would have seen so much more progress. Yeah, because it would have just been just a part of your life. But yeah. Do you think the culture back then though was slightly different? Do you think like it's nothing to uh, like Chris and Mike like they you know they it's they're, they're exactly like us they learn different things all the time like obviously chris is a nutritionist but he's a nutritionist somewhere like in a different realm yeah, in that sense but like 
if you look at sort of you know you look at the arnie days and then you look at the 90s bodybuilding and stuff like that like it's yeah. chicken and broccoli chicken and broccoli chicken and broccoli like that's and you say it now and people know what the, the, <laughs> yeah. the people Dude. are on about you know so Absolutely. do you think Dude. nowadays people are starting to do what we're now trying like we're now doing but to start with or do you Approaching. think kids Dude, i that is that is a great question that is a really great question i think the the stereotype of the bodybuilders diet definitely still exists because bodybuilding.com muscle and strength muscle and fitness men's health it's pretty much the same thing yeah <laughs> um i think there's a lot of overcomplication about the best ways to build muscle and the best diet in order to build muscle and the fact there isn't really a best diet for anything it's just whatever works for you i think looking back actually interesting what you said there about chris and mike two things i can remember that they told me nutrition wise i once asked chris how how do i get stronger like what do i do like nutrition wise and he said oh eat, eat more vegetables and i thought he was joking at the time <laughs> i thought oh you're just taking a piss all right fine whatever i won't listen to you but actually, he made an extremely valid point. I totally agree with him. Um, I'd say, yeah, in increasing increasing veg intake, eating more more whole, less processed foods, very important. But why um, would why would increasing your veg intake increase your strength? I wonder I if it's think, the same answer that I because I I didn't hear that at all, so I don't know. But I don't know what he told you why. So I would say, I would say, I don't know if necessarily this is what how Chris would approach it. I say from my perspective, my kind of experience. I say from a much, much deeper perspective on, on health in general, um, better quality source of vegetables and eating more vegetables in general, if you, you eat enough and not too little, not too much, better digestive health, better cognitive health, better, you know, so better mental health, yep. um, more nutrient dense foods, micronutrients, like better quality, so better quality living, better quality workout performance, less like, infl you know. less inflammation, more tra better training quality. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's that's yeah. where I was. That's what I was thinking as soon as I hear that. Um, but back yeah. then, I would have been like, "What?" I remember Absolutely Mike not, always no. saying whole milk. <laughs> Mike always like the old weightlift because obviously Mike's a weightlifter. It, it was kind of like. <laughs> yeah like the old bulgarian yeah. method of just drink whole milk just drink go, go get jersey gold like just drink that yeah, gold yeah. stuff like. yeah and that's literally i, do, I took that yeah, advice bro. and it but did the work. funny thing yeah man the funny thing is i do appreciate now what mike was trying to tell me back then because i was still very and he like i'm sure you know this as well but he, he definitely know this like i was still very much in the mindset of anything deemed unhealthy or bad you can eat so cookies ice cream pizza all that kind of stuff you know so i remember a very good conversation with josh alchima or however you oh, say yeah. his last name perfectly he started getting really into it obviously from a bodybuilding background and a dancing background yeah. he got very good very quickly um man puts the effort in and he's doing very well now one thing i was there in a class and he said oh i want to cut sugar out because everyone was right. doing that as well. Everyone was cutting yeah, sugar out. Yeah, I, I, I did it, man. Yeah, I followed absolutely. a blog post about someone who's cutting sugar out. And the first like week and a half, it was like, cool. The second week, it was like he had constant PMS. And that's kind of how he said about it. But my wow. question was like, why do you want to cut sugar out? And what sugars are you cutting out? And then Josh turned around, what do you mean what sugars am I cutting out? I'm going to cut like chocolate and biscuits and stuff. It's like, well, what about fruit? What about like the muesli, yeah. the oats, like stuff like, you know, so think about what yeah. sugars you're cutting out. And I was like, oh, damn. 
like it, you just don't Absolutely. think about it in that way so yeah. you know the health trends and stuff like that they're, they're not just diet detoxes now they, they were happening ages ago um but we just yeah, didn't realize absolutely. what they were about then. Yeah, man. I saw it, John, man. I, I, yeah, dude, I 100% agree. I was definitely in that kind of same boat. Um, I'm very, very glad for what I've kind of learned. And I think that 100%. like a lot of what, yeah, people, people like kind of taught me back then that I didn't actually take on being, being mature enough now to be like, oh, actually, I totally get what you're saying. I think I, I kind of, I, I get very aggravated sometimes. I think that I, I, think that the phase has kind of died off a little bit now with again like i kind of mentioned people overcomplicating nutrition and treating things that are not important almost as essential and i think i saw it a lot with things like intermittent fasting recently yeah, yeah. I, i've seen things about people saying you should fast because it will help you build muscle and it's like that flies in the face of logic. <laughs> you need to like explain that further. You can't just say fast, it'll build muscle. And I worry that I think that like for a lot of people that are kind of getting into strength training and thinking about how nutrition impacts strength and, and building muscle and getting stronger, that they can fall into these overcomplicated, rambly kind of nonsense and not really get down to the absolute fundamental of how to get bigger and how to get stronger is to eat more. Yeah. <laughs> but more if they're fasting, the idea of fasting is not to like lose all your calories. Like, so between the hours of eight True. and midday, you don't eat. So if you were eating at like 7am, you don't miss that meal. You then have Correct. it between yeah. eight and midday or something like that like you have like a six hour window to eat all your calories like people yeah. don't i think i don't think people compute with that and i think that's exactly. where people are like oh intermittent fasting works like yeah but like how much was you eating i was like oh well, i had this meal, but because i started at eight i missed my breakfast oh so you you were in a calorie deficit <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah you were eating yeah. less than you were bro well no, yeah. no 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 like i just missed the meal because it wasn't in my window it's like no no you move meals to the windows <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah dude and obviously yeah. there's plenty of studies out there for intermittent fasting and the reasons behind it. Um, and, you know, there are great benefits for it really there, yeah. you know, from all the studies that are out there, there is, we, we, you can't slate it, but for people who yeah. don't know anything about it, you know, you need to learn what, why, like, why do you need to do Absolutely. fasting? Like what is yeah. the reason for doing it? Um, yeah, man. And if that's because Froning's recently like been a big, big advocate for it within CrossFit. Yeah, you know? dude, I, I saw that. Yeah. And he just I'm says like, it helps him with recovery. Oh, yeah. It helps him with some inflammation work and, you know, it just yeah. helps him out. Like his recovery has been nonstop. So yeah, <sighs> fair enough. Absolutely. And for the guy who has been doing it for 10, potentially, well, 2011. Yeah. 2011 was his first CrossFit Games, 10 years. Wow. He's, been doing, he's been training at high high level yeah really i think level. over the past yeah. two years where he's learned intermittent fasting works for him he's done eight years prior to that where he was yeah. doing other work and actually he used to be someone who never used to eat i heard about that yeah yeah i know i think i think he's part well honestly he's part but i know he promotes renaissance periodization a lot as well yeah, he's rp strength yeah yeah yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, so yeah um but yeah he does yeah, well he makes chick-fil-a into uh his diet like he's he's figured it out so he can go to chick-fil-a <laughs> exactly what he has to go into his calories 
Um, fast food, actually, that's a point. KFC used to be one of my things I used to go to. Um, oh, yeah. Or McDonald's. Right. But I never used to go for the burgers. I used to go for the chicken wraps. Right. Like trying to make a healthier choice at a bad place in that sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so I, used to, I used to go for chicken wraps because it's full of salads and stuff. Chicken, obviously, yeah. just a wrap. Um, so that yeah. used to be my go-to as well. Oh, dude, mate, you would absolutely love it here. Absolutely. Oh, mate, don't. Got... I would. I would. Dunkin' Chili's, Wendy's. Uh, where else we got? Checkers. That's a good one. Uh, Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Yeah. Definitely. Chick Fil A. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. It'd be ridiculous over there, mate. With a place for very easily accessible, highly palatable, heavily processed food. So if you're skinny looking to get gain weight, it's fucking easy in the states. <laughs> Just do your thing, man. Yeah. Good luck to you. Yeah. yeah um, so I don't know, man. How we uh, how are we gonna conclude, how are we gonna conclude this one? Well, what um, do you do now? So for me, I, I said we said right. this before. I'm doing a lot more bike work, and you know we we spoke in the last one with Corn about sort of like you shouldn't f- sort of look at your body and stuff like that. But I think coming from a, I think coming from any direction from fat to skinny, skinny to fat, whatever it is, like you're always gonna have yeah. that kind of feel. And for me, it's deflation. So if I haven't trained I I weights or strength that. in a while, yeah. I don't have that. It's kind of pump, I suppose. Because yeah. we don't feel we don't actually use the video. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. But I've started to feel more about performance and thinking about performance because that's what my you know sport, if it were, was and is. And now I've gone yeah. more into cycling. It definitely is. But my arms are getting like, like I'm like, oh, clothes don't fit that great. But then two days of strength training, I feel great again. Right. Gotcha, mate. But I don't yeah. know. I, I probably won't change any of my food. Yeah. Gotcha, bud. So for yeah. you do, you, do you kind of get into that vibe or do you, are you now into the mindset where it's like food is my food? It's my performance you know, measure and how I can, how I can lift things. If I feel yeah. deflated one day, I feel deflated. Or if I feel pumped the one day, I feel pumped. For me, it's, it's a massive anxiety thing for me because where I've always so skinny. Right. And stuff like that at school, when I first I can, started I gaining weight and muscle, start getting noticeable a bit more. And yeah, it's, it's gotcha, great. Mate. So for me yeah. now, I'm in a long-term relationship, you know, get married next year and stuff. But anytime that I do feel yeah. like deflated, I still feel kind of shit. Yeah. Gotcha, man. Dude, I can, I, I can definitely see that, man. Definitely see that. I think that I've definitely become a lot more relaxed and almost, I'd almost say accepting of the fact that I don't need to force myself to, to look and, you know, feel big. I'm pretty comfortable where I'm at right now. I'm probably about, I think right now I'm about 77, 78 kilos. So I'm still oh. not extremely light. He's, um, he is doing kilos for us. In the first episode, we said about pounds to kilos and he I, is doing it. I can't go my head there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I, to- I definitely, I definitely recognize that. I definitely, see see that i think that one of the really cool things i think that and where things have kind of started to evolve is i think that people have started to see the value in bodybuilding hypertrophy as something very very different to what we first imagined it so i think that like when you kind of especially when i saw crossfit you, you kind of have that kind of like uh, kind of like stereotype of ah these guys do the bro splits you know they do the chest work and all that crap because yeah, like, they're no stacked like you exactly. look at the guys in 20, wow, 2014, actually. they are just like, there's a very famous picture of Matt Chan 
Froning, and I think Kalipa by the pool in 2013. Yeah, oh man, they are. And they are just humongous specimens. <laughs> like you can yeah. put any of them on a stage. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, man, I, I think I think for me, it's finding what works for you, finding what finding what body weight makes you feel most comfortable, most strong, um, and not trying to fit like, uh, you know not trying to fit like a square pole in a round peg, you know, and trying to force yourself into, um, you know, be, being, oh, being something that you're seeing externally, you know, you're seeing, wow, that guy's so big. I, I need to get that big in order to find I have success. A, I have a great well, example of that. The average height, well, the average weight for a CrossFitter who's six foot plus is a hundred kilos or 90 plus kilos. Yeah. Now yeah. I weigh 80 so for right. a while i was really trying to get up to 90 yeah, really trying to get to that point yeah because i was like oh, yeah. i need to you know that's what all my high athletes are yeah, yeah to compete at that level um i'm just never going to compete at that level yeah. i never could dedicate the time the money the <laughs> infrastructure to get it done yeah but i always thought i could and the highest weight i've ever got to is about 86 and that was only for yeah. like a day i think um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like 83 84 is kind day. of yeah literally 83 84 is just me that's it i can't i can't exactly. to be honest have i tried yeah. consuming more calories no it's a fucking chore um yeah could it i is. eat shit food and get there quite quickly yes will my training go to shit yes yeah there's, there's a trade-off you know Absolutely. so definitely exactly. finding out what if i eat a lot of crap yeah, how shit i feel the next day and stuff like that definitely so. definitely man I, yeah man but i say i say for like you know, I, I say for anyone, if anyone's like wanting to get into strength training, maybe mm. they're a bit anxious about like gaining weight and, and, and getting bigger. Um, I think as as I said from the front kind of almost from the beginning, like give yourself more time. Yep. It's it's not good, it's not gonna happen, just like it won't happen for people losing weight, it's not gonna happen in like three to four weeks. Enjoy the fact that you have time to get stronger, you know, and don't go all out from the beginning like give yourself time to just just gradually progress and just and just keep keep building yeah i think with the food side of things let that be um get get the planning get the habits kind of being know what you're going to eat when you finish training yeah. what you're going to do after what you're going to have for breakfast don't worry about timing too much um, no, potentially worry about timing too much and the fact that if you have a let's say you finish nine till five and you're training half five six o'clock um worry about when your last meal was compared to then yeah. And that's kind of the only thing I'd, I'd kind of suggest. Like if you're having lunch and you're not having anything and you're training at six, your wad's probably not going to be that great. True. Like you, you, I think that's the only meal you need to really understand is that snack in between then. Or if you're trying to bulk probably. like you were, an actual meal, because it will be a meal. Um, yeah. And then just focus on your training. Like focus on actually getting strong. Like if your training program yeah. isn't helping you get strong, like you're not doing, you're not Review getting it the stimulus yeah. from it the diet isn't really going to help out too much more mm. like the diet's there it's like leading a horse to water the diet's there but if your it's training program is not going to help you get you strong and you're not consuming and building muscle breaking yeah. tearing everything that all that jazz it's not going to work yeah um, and it's not going to be the diet it's going to be the program <laughs> i think that's the biggest takeaway cool man i think to get yeah. strong diet yeah. is big key but it's definitely going to be the training program, especially going from skinny to big. It's going to yeah. be the stimulus of that training program. Yeah, 
because consuming calories is easy let's be honest yeah i dude absolutely yeah i think that's the biggest thing yeah i just say enjoy it strength training is really flipping fun it's really cool (laughs) crying into back squat sets and stuff like that is not fun but (laughs) you know that for sure i've had plenty of comments from your programs going what the fuck are you doing you're trying to kill me the hatchet program man that was just that was the best thing that's the best squat program i have ever done i still reap the benefits now i bro i i squatted over 200 it it definitely worked yeah (laughs) so mean and miserable but yeah it kept my i didn't olympic lift once over that and it kept my i actually nearly pr'd my olympic lifts or my 90 percent were becoming like easy lifts touch and go that's what you know what i mean so and i that actually still continued for like another year after damn like, that's sick actually, that's no, very about seven eight months after I think. The, yeah interesting uh, man um so yeah, but i think that's because my yeah. diet was the same all the way through right gotcha even to now didn't change anything yeah so yeah yeah cool. man that's awesome that was a Great. I think that was a cool, like, on impromptu chat about that because I think yeah, it's a man, great. I appreciate it, buddy. Yeah. The thing is, if I had this kind of stuff when I was sort of doing it and I could listen to, because I was listening to Barbell Shrugged and stuff back in the day, like, if I could listen to Skinny to Large and hearing these kind of things, like, I would have been like, damn. Man, I remember them talking about the window of gains. And then yeah. you think, and obviously you think now, like, oh, man, that's like just not a thing anymore like if anyone says window again he's like dude come on really yeah <laughs> you know? the only window yeah, of gains you have and the only window of gains i say is if you're doing two sessions a day and you do your first yeah, session you need indeed. to recover I'd for say, that second yeah session. If, you're, if you're really hammering your training yeah. on a daily basis yeah that's the only but window I of gains do. you need to worry about yeah it's not gains it's window of recovery <laughs> yeah that, yeah true that's a good way of putting it yeah um anyway, but yeah man that's the thing like you know things things evolve you know people you know we start i think you're right i think i feel feel totally the same way i feel like i there's certain things i I wish that i'd have like been able to know back back when i started but you know it's just it's just good that we know it now really and try and teach everyone else to do it yeah exactly biggest thing so yeah man sweet man that was awesome anyway dude appreciate it buddy awesome